Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Pete, sir. Wow. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, um, there's a lot of remedies out there um, that, you know, really work. And uh, I've heard of that before. I've heard of that. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. But like that thing with the figs and so... I didn't know you could keep them for so long, but you can you can freeze figs, and according to everything I've read, you can keep those for up to a year. Um, you know, use them before years up. So that's what I've I've done. I've, I bought a shitload of them at Whole Foods when they come out because they're, they're seasonal. Yeah, you're back, Didi. You must have a bad connection. Oh, I'm back. Yeah, I, I kept breaking up. I'd hear you, then I couldn't hear you. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it must have been your phone connection. Um, but uh, yeah, those things are. Uh, have a good shelf life in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, well, great. And once, you, once you thaw them out, they're just as good. So uh, I like them cold and taste good. So and I like those brown turkey figs. Uh-huh. So Sam, how's it like the fuel? What's gas like in uh, in Pennsylvania? It's about uh, for uh, regular. It's about two eighty-seven. I'm figuring still a little bit on the high side, but yeah, that's what we yeah. have here too. That's about what we have here. It goes from two seventy to three fifty-three, depending on where yeah. you're at in the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're being manipulated. You, you can't win. It's all. It's all plans. There's a plan out there. I, I say there's a plan out there. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, I, I've, been, I've been saying World War II is right around the corner. Yeah, I don't I'll think we are. Really? I don't believe that. Yeah, and I even I even know who we're going to be fighting. Who? <laughs> we're we're going to go against Iran, Russia, and China. Hmm. Could be. Could be. That, that's an alliance for sure. Yeah, and we're going to get our we're going to get our butt kicked. <laughs> I don't see that happening at all, but I'm not. I'm just one person. <laughs> well, you know, I read this book, The Barbarians Inside the Gate. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you've read. It. I've heard of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it predicted World War Three. It's, it's it's full of stuff. You know, you don't read it in the regular history books. And uh, you know, like World War One, that was planned. World War Two was planned. You know, I I never could. What I couldn't figure out, how Germany, Italy, and uh, Japan, the Axis, what did they expect to accomplish in that war? Did they think they were going to conquer the world? You know, it's it's, it's something something missing. Well, there was financiers as far as the United States was involved with it, making money (laughs) on it. Yeah, that was the biggest yeah. thing. Um, yeah, that's not really covered too much in history until you do some no. research and all. But uh, yeah, that was 
that was the whole point of, of financing both sides. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you make money. That's the whole point. Yeah, he, he was doing the Civil War with Lincoln. He went to the New York bankers. They wanted to charge him 33% interest. <laughs> back then, that's the job thing. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, so he, he issued greenbacks. You yeah. know, there's a book there's a book called Money Lincoln, Money Martyr. <laughs> then after the war ended, the Rothschilds, they took the money out of circulation. Of course. Yeah, they took the greenbacks out of circulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he financed the war. He saved us billions of dollars. Yeah. He, he issued his own money, which we should be doing now instead of Federal Reserve. Well, won't that, which I'm signing on doing that in the second term, getting rid of the central bank controlling our money. So yeah, they're trying he'll, to make. Yeah, he'll get assassinated then. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I do. Well, they haven't been able to get him so far. <laughs> so, why would yeah. why would why would why would the people want to not do that? Why would they go back to having some central bank control their money if there could be a, a change? I agree. With why you. are we Why are we doing it to begin with? <laughs> That's good. Nineteen thirteen. But the people don't know anything about the Federal Reserve. How many people know about the Federal Reserve? Well, I think a lot more than you realize. I mean, there's hundreds of shows that talk about it every day, on um, programs yeah, that. The average person, I don't think he knows anything about it, really. People I associate, they don't know anything about it. Oh, huh. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's really rare if, if, you, if you do talk to somebody, and that's what amazes me, Didi, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, the younger crowds, they never heard of Aaron Russo, and you, you show them the movie for the first time, they said, damn, I didn't know about that. I, I'm surprised, because, you know, I thought, you know, it's, same thing with 9-11. It, it's, it's, it's become, I mean, hell, it's hard to believe. It's, it's almost been 20 years uh, yeah. to happen. I mean, God, I just, it's hard to put that in perspective. That much time has, has elapsed. But um, it's not like it's, uh, it's a uh, consciousness is picked up by the younger crowd unless it's been discussed or, or talked about. Um, they don't get it. It's just like, you know, a couple guests we've had on and just recently, that that woman that Fred had on, she was blown away by all we've been covering stuff. I sent her stuff, all the you know shows and stuff we did, and, and the movie, and and she was she was literally blown out of the water. But she never heard that stuff. So really, I don't know how people could not hear it if, when they're into alternative news programs. It's it's a lot of it that's been taken down, as you well know, Dee Dee. I mean, if if you if you do some Google searches and YouTube searches, um. Like for example, with Hitler and with uh, World War Two, a lot of that stuff's been removed. It's been taken down. There was a shitload of YouTubes that were up that I had marked as favorites that were very historic and um, was um, all history related. And and all a lot of that stuff's been removed. It's been taken down. So it's it's amazing how they're censoring and by design removing a lot of of. Uh, of things that were relevant with history that was on uh, YouTube. And yeah, they're, they they're doing that on Facebook, too, and stuff. But it, a lot of stuff's coming out, though, at the same time. You yeah, know, at the same time, they're trying to... There's a lot of stuff that is by design. It's, it's, put it this way, of course. they're wanting the stuff out that they want to be out. So it's, it's with their approval. So, uh, But it's just... I, I was just 
I was blown away with a lot of stuff that's been removed that, that was once up there and then isn't now. So it's just, uh, I think it's it's kind of a dumbing down effect, is it not, Sam, as far as uh, the stuff you used to see on there? Well, yeah, but, you know, I know the young people are paying. You should see the young people that attend these uh, Trump rallies when there's 100,000 people buy, trying to buy tickets to get in the door. Yep. And there's a lot of young people that are, seem really uh, informed, uh, you know, about the the new ways of going back to doing things properly. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe I, I just can't give the control in my mind over to the dumbing down people and let, let them be the winners, you know. <laughs> Somehow this doesn't sit with me. Well, it's, it's removing the information if you if you don't if you don't have access to a lot of things that used to be out and 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 available, then it's not it's not by choice of those people just being dumb. They can't get the they can't get access to the things unless they hear about it like through through us or other people that share that. So, well, yeah, and there's thousands and thousands of people who share it every day. You know, I mean, the you know the the top twenty alt, alt news groups are. Uh, you know, they get 60,000 people twice a day on their shows listening to their reports, you know. But uh, but I'm just saying that I think there's as much information coming out as there is disappearing, if not more. Sure, there's a lot of mainstream media out there saying that 9-11, the way it happened, so most of the young people now need is a lot of them that believe that stuff. Yeah, I know, but the mainstream media, I mean, CNN is only 20 on the chart of the top 20 broadcasters. They're at 20. Well, Fox doesn't cross the 9-11 line either. None of them do. So, well, they, at least they do some other positive programming, though. Yeah, but I'm talking like, for example, 9-11, so all of them. All of well, them. yeah, well, we know those guys are the globalists. You know, we expect them to be liars, leakers, and liberals. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Right? They don't. They don't uh, None of them cross that 9-11 line. No, I don't think so many people watch television as you think anymore. I mean, I know those shows are losing their audience rapidly. It's discouraging. But uh, like I said, it is neat when we get somebody new on and they're like, y'all been doing this for how many years? And uh, it's just amazing. So, yeah, I sent that that thing out about us to uh, that last guest we had on, um, that woman that was on with... uh, What's her name? That one that was on with... Uh, oh, Lindsay Sharman? She was blown away with it. Yeah, she was absolutely blown away. She couldn't get over that. And I said, yeah, huh. I've been doing this a long time. Huh. Hey, right. So, Steve, what you been up to? I was just wondering about, have you got... Do you remember Bill Stills? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the uh, the money, yeah, money masters, money masters guy. Yeah. He, he's got a daily show. I listen to him every day. He does short thing every day. Really? Good. Yeah, it's been a long time since he's been on with us. Smart fellow, good guy. Yeah, he's a he's very well spoken. And uh, I like I like his wife <laughs> too. Uh, he's a he's a he's a had a lot of good films out and all. Yeah, with Money Masters, that was his main deal. Good film. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on with us several times, but damn, it's it's been, God, it's been seven years or so, seven, eight years since he's been on with us, hasn't it, Dee? It's been a long time. 
Yeah, I forget. Uh, a lot of these people came on when we were a bigger show, and we used to have, yeah. you know, but now they've been on so many shows, and they have their own shows now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, I'm sure he's got his own deal. It's just kind of like, how's uh, uh, Alfred? Alfred's got his show going. He's, he's, he's been having his deal for a good while, too. Alfred I, I can't listen to Alfred. Oh, uh-huh. Alfred Jordan. Oh, I thought you were talking about Alfred Weber. Weber, I'm mean, not Jordan, Alfred Weber, I'm sorry, I meant Weber. Oh, no, yeah, I don't, I can't track him, he's, uh, the last time I heard him, I, I listened in on a show he did just to catch up with him, and he was like, sure, he's not very anti-Trump, and he was thinking that he was going to run for president, you know, Alfred, and he was told that it, by this supposedly gifted uh psychic or something. And that seemed really just like bullcrap to me. I thought, Alfred, what, what have you done with my friend Alfred? <laughs> because it yeah. didn't seem like him. Um, yeah, it was like he was really off on some weird thing having to do with some prediction that he would be the president. Wow. And I thought, where in the heck is that coming from? That doesn't sound like him. It didn't to me either. It, he looks like kind of like the same, but I, I was watching him and I was because he has his own thing, uh, but uh, Dang. Uh, I was—I find it kind of boring what he's doing. So I—I'll I, check in on him once in a while. But this was really kind of really off the wall. <laughs> well, he was doing it jointly with somebody too. Wasn't there somebody who was regularly helping him out? Some. Yeah, I'm having trouble remembering her name. Yeah, uh, I remember she was. She would introduce him and and kind of like. You know, she was on most of the shows, but it's it's been a while since I've, I remember you sent me a few of them, and I've, I've watched them, but uh, it's been yeah, a while. Yeah, I don't. There's so many interesting people to listen to um, that are on it, you know, really informed, and that's what I'm interested in finding out, what's happening currently. You know, I, I just can't. I can't uh, get too much back into all that history. I mean, we've all we've gone through it a lot, but I want to see what's happening now and watch how it's falling apart, you know, and how nationalism is spreading across the world and all these other countries and mm-hmm. how the everybody's being exposed, you know, the queen and uh, her merry band of M16 thugs and people are learning about the Tavistock Institute and all these people that are trying to overthrow our country. Uh, and then all this, you know, phony impeachment and all this stuff. I, I just like to watch the story unroll. And now Rudy Giuliani's doing, uh, have you seen any of that? You know, Rudy Giuliani has a blog spot, and he's done six no, I programs. I didn't know yeah, that. he's, I'll send you a link here. He's um, he's doing his uh, blog spot, uh, showing like a mock trial kind of just him, and then he's showing uh, all the evidence he gathered on the uh, criminality in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. and that whole thing that they were trying to do with that stupid phone call. Well, he was already on the research with the Bidens and um, Burisma and the, and the millions of dollars that the Bidens have stolen. Every time he's the point man in government, his family makes millions of dollars. And so outside of all this other crap that's been going on with the Democratic, uh, you could call him a party, it's more like a drag, but... Um, <laughs> You know, he has all this evidence, and and it's being given to the White House, of course, but um, he's doing a mock trial showing exactly what happened with the corruption in Burisma with the Bidens. And, man, I don't even know how. You've seen that little film that of him speaking at the uh, Council of Foreign Relations, Biden, where he says, you know, I... Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. If if you don't fire the guy, you know, you're not going to get your money. You got six hours, and and then you can have the billions. Where, and the guy says, well, you can't do that. You're not the president. And he says, we'll call the president. Well, that's Obama, of course. And uh, and so that happened some time ago, and nobody ever did anything about that. It was so totally um, treason, bribery, and quid uh, pro quo. I mean, in in its purest sense, right? Right. Right. Uh, and so, but so he's doing this thing and presenting that he just sits at his desk and he, and he does this blog spot every day mm-hmm. and it's called common sense. Mm-hmm. And so far it's common sense with Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. And so far there's been six and, uh, it's really, but I think he's, it's going to lead to some arrests that I think are going to make people really, really surprised. Mm-hmm. Because that that's criminality. I don't even know. It's Rico is what it is. He summarizes it. Uh, you know, like he says, if any of us took the kind of money Biden and his family extracted from his public offices, that as senator and vice president, we would already be convicted. Uh, the pattern Biden is name point man in Iraq, Ukraine, and China, and he fails in his mission to the U.S. yet. The family scores millions by millions for the enterprise. And so, you know, this is all outside of uh, anything they're trying to prove on Trump. That's why he's doing it. He's showing that there is real crime going on while the rest of this crap is, you know, taking all the money, taxpayer money and the airtime of the fake media. So it's pretty interesting. I like Rudy Giuliani. I think he's a real ball buster. <laughs> whatever happened to your, your, your friend the, that was the attorney, guy, Roger, whatever happened to him, his health wasn't doing too good, was it? You remember the guy? I don't know. He kind of went off the rails, Steve. He, really? he, he, yeah, he raged he out on me um, a couple of times when he was at my house, and then he let his roommate rip me off for $200 that I had loaned him in good faith. Really? And yeah, I went traveling. I think I was in Los Angeles or something. This was when I was still a few years ago, and I still went down there. Yeah. Um, and um, and when I got back to collect the money, he said, "Well, I don't have it for you, and I'm not going to give it to you." And and really? I started. Yeah, and I was over there at Roger's house where this guy lives. He's a black guy. Yeah. And I. I started arguing. I said, "Yeah, and you're you're living here for free, taking advantage of Roger." Uh, Roger's uh, house, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I mean, he made me mad and I started railing out because I don't like what he guy was doing. And Roger came out and tried to smooth it over. And I just said, don't even try. You know, I said, the guy's flat out ripping me off and you're standing behind, behind him telling me to calm down. I said, this is not happening. And I, I walked out and I haven't seen Roger since he never called me. Jeez, or anything. Was pretty good friends, and uh, but I remember. You oh, yeah. Saying, he, uh, I remember you saying a good while back that he just he wasn't thinking right or something. So. Oh no, he didn't. He didn't pr- protect me as a friend. Yeah. You know, and as a man, he didn't. He didn't stand up against this punk ass guy yeah, that he had in there. We had a long time friendship, many years. Well, yeah, he went to, we went, Fred and, and Roger and I went to see Ron Paul in Seattle. I mean, I, I took Roger that. with me up there and we went to Fred's mom's house and picked him up. You know, and there's just a lot of ins and outs. He'd come to my house and we'd visit, but he kind of, he had a lot of anger and he lived in a really, really moldy house that he was born in. Mm. 
and I couldn't even stand to be in there. I usually didn't go over there. Damn, Mo uh, might have got to one too. Jeez. Oh yeah, and I kept telling him. I said, you know, Roger, that, and he he would sleep yeah. in the base. He sleep in the basement while this other kid was in the ups. He wasn't a kid. He was a grown man, but he acted like a boy. He's, you know, I had. Thank you. Phone cut out again, Dee. Oh, I did my phone cut out again. Okay. Wow. You, you muted or something. No, you're you're fine now. I don't know what it was. No, I, just, I don't know why it's been doing that the last couple of days. So anyway, if I hang up, it's because I get tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good now. It's good now. Well, I hate to hear that because, like I said, he he really had some some good arguments and some good ideas, some good legal uh, views. You know, several years ago, I've always quite entertaining, but uh, that's just too bad. But yep, some people just, yeah, he, that could be the mold got to him too. Because man, you, you you live in that environment. If it doesn't kill you, it can really mess you up. Well, I couldn't stand to even have him come to my house because his clothes would be so bad. Mm. Uh, you know, with the thing, and the same thing with that other kid that Alex Ansari that had those radio shows. Yeah, that, that's I used to be in a long time either. Yeah, what's wrong with him? <laughs> He did the same thing. He just—he was doing a lot of DMT, and he just—he ripped me off. He tried to steal my $150. Yeah, I had a $150 silver pen that my gem dealer friend had brought me. He manufactured them in in uh, somewhere I don't know where, India or something. And anyway, he gave me one, and it was on my table. And Alex came over. Wow. Uh, he had been out of town, and I said, well, do you need to come and take a shower, or are you, because I knew he was, you know, like, yeah, you know, and then I helped him get his car. Yeah. I, I took him, and he stole my pliers, too. <laughs> but he, he took my pen. I was, he was interviewing me, mm-hmm. and he didn't ask me or tell me he had his brand-new camera, and he catches me, and I'm standing there. I'm sitting at my kitchen table with my pen, and I'm fiddling around with it. He didn't ask me questions, and it was pretty good. It's uh, better than some of the ones he'd just sneak up on and try to do with me. But um, when I uh, when we were done, I, I, I set the pen on the table and I walked over to my desk and my phone was ringing. I picked up my phone and it was my uh, naturopath making an appointment with me or something. And I said, okay, let me write that down. And I reached over to the kitchen tables where I just left the pen and it was gone. Mm. And so I went back to my desk and I looked all over and I didn't see it. And I knew he had it. He had to have had it because where else would it have gone? So I got another pen and I wrote down and then I was going to make breakfast for us. And I said, Alex, you know, what happened to my silver pen? Did you happen to see it? Because I just had it in my hand five seconds ago. And he pulls it out of his pocket and he goes, oh, oh, you mean this one? Oh, I didn't mean to put it in my pocket. Hmm. But how could you not? It was a heavy, it's a heavy thing made out of silver, you know. Right. It's all still agreed and everything. That's really anyway. Weird. That same day he stole my tools because I took him to get his car and I helped him with the jumper cables and everything. And and then I had the back of my Subaru open and my tools were back there and uh, I had gone back and given him a pair of pliers to this battery and even had my name uh, on the pliers. And uh, so when he was done, I'm sitting in the car reading, and when he was done, he came. I said, would you shut that back door when you put my pliers back in there? And he goes, okay. Hmm. And then I went to use them the next day, and they weren't there. 
And so the next time I saw him at the TV station, where I was still doing some work down there, right. uh, I said, oh, Alex, you got to give me my pliers. And he goes, oh, I forgot to give them to you, didn't I? <laughs> I never did get them. <laughs> so, but I just, you know, like that kind of stuff, I would never do that to my friends, you know, that kind of stupid stuff. So I was like, ah. Wow, jeez. And then he moved out of town. He burned his bridges big time. Mm-hmm. He he left with and not in good stead with anybody that I know. So I don't know what happened to poor Alex. I think he overdid. If he did too many drugs, because mm. he was yeah, he was, always kind of, he was kind of going downhill for a while there. I remember I remember you know years ago because he he got mm-hmm. a pretty big fall and he was he had something to do with a public television station there and yeah he had a show for a long time and I worked I had a published uh, 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 I had a show there too and I was interviewing like Dr. Street and Greer and we did um, oh we did the uh, I can't even remember what all but and then I was on his show a couple times yeah we were friends and I and the people that brought the whole crew out to the movie studio when we opened the uh, America Freedom to Fascism Right. That was the same television people. That, exactly, because uh, exactly. that was a big deal because Aaron was out there for that. Yeah, I remember that. He went out there. Well, he, he, didn't, he didn't come to the opening of the movie. Oh, no, not the opening, but he came out there for the interview and all, didn't he? Some, uh, um, no, he never was out here. Oh, he never was. Oh, I thought he did. Okay, okay, wow. No, I never met him, but we did a lot of other stuff uh but 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 it was the same TV station people public broadcasting here that I was in really good stead with because they brought their whole crew over to film that event, mm. and we I sent it the copies out but I don't think Fred even watched it. Uh, yeah, but anyway, that whole thing with Alex, I watched that fall apart, and there were several people involved in that that you know were like, well, why what, is Alex going to come back, move back because he left because he just hated Portland. And uh, so, anyway. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's three people I knew that from Portland, Alfred and, and uh, Roger and Alex had all kind of, you know. Mm. And when Trump got elected, then some of my liberal friends realized that I was actually a patriot, which I don't know why they didn't know that. They didn't pay much attention sometimes. But um, I don't even have those people, don't associate with me at all <laughs> yeah wow yeah that's been that's been a that's been a lot of people this 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 uh disappeared off the the deal and i remember you know i'm I'm still sending sending the newsletter to cameron he still he still gets that you know he's on with what a couple of years ago cameron and uh, you know the guy that did the dvds for aaron's movie and uh, sure yeah so uh but he still gets it i still send him the, the newsletter each week yeah he'd be good to circle back around with him he's a good guy Really good guy, and thanks to him, we got all the volunteer DVDs out. So, yeah, mm-hmm. take all the number of people that's been through through our show and all. Man, it's been a shitload of people. So I'm really glad we were able to keep the uh, the uh, the venue with uh, um, the call profile with uh, the conference call because I've got a, a archive list, you know, um, for all the callers we've had. So that's still up there. You can you can access it off the board too. When you go to that, you know, the screen, it'll show, uh, I guess, a history, and that shows up in there. 
Yeah, you've done a lot, Steve. You uh, held it together. <laughs> good, to, good to see those that uh, we've had that for so long. But uh, I'm just glad we got the number back. That was just that was really bugging me because man, and 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 to change it without even letting me know—that's what blew me away. If we didn't get a chance to let anybody know, that was just really weird. <laughs> yes, that was very Twilight Zony. <laughs> no. and not even to know—we're starting to call, and the number's been changed. I said, "Huh? <laughs> Too weird." Poor Sam, he was he was dialing the old number for a few weeks until we finally got the old number back. <laughs> Oh, uh, always something, always something fun. But uh, well, I hope Fred's son does good on his uh, last year in school with the with the team. Yeah, well, he's got a bunch of. He, yeah. Steve, Fred's not going to be able to do all of that with Mary Beth because he, he's got to be up in Tacoma. I can't believe it. He he's. He's the best son. I mean, he goes out to her birthday every year. She's 94 now. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, so, so an annual event. Absolutely. He, he doesn't miss it at all. I mean, how many sons do that, fly home to their mom every year? That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, and she, she has her, her vision's pretty much gone, isn't it, Didi? Yeah, she's got macular degeneration. That's what I thought. My dad had that. And, uh, and actually, my brother does, too. But I, I think that's typical. Isn't that typical with blue eyes? Isn't that right, Sam? Don't you generally blue-eyed people have that more than brown eyes? I think that's generally the case. Somebody told me that. But uh, I know my dad did. He had blue eyes. But uh, I've got brown. But uh, I've heard that's, it's, uh it can be hereditary as well. Yeah, I had a friend whose mother actually had it when she was old, and then she recovered from it. It went away. Oh, really? She her, yeah, she, it went away before she died, a couple of years before she died. Hmm. That was weird. But <laughs> I know my dad had it years ago. We had a, where our building was, um, there was a little hill that went down beside it, and I'd, I'd be passing right by him, right beside him, and he, you know, be waving at him. He wouldn't even see me because uh, oh. have to look straight ahead. But uh, it's kind of dangerous, if especially if you're driving and you don't have that peripheral vision. So, but, uh, I don't know. That's, that's some bad stuff. I guess it's very demoralizing to have that happen, especially if you lose your vision. So I, I think it's really supportive of really nice Fred go out there and visit her. Each year, another thing to her. Yeah. So when is her birthday, Dee? It is sometime yeah. soon. I I have the. Uh, it must be in Last of February or something. I I thought she here. I can look it up right now. She's she's after Aquarius. She's the next one, right? I don't think she's. Aquarius. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, my friend John, whose birthday was yesterday, John Martin, my former brother-in-law, mm-hmm. he um, he went blind this year, and oh wow! I spent a lot of time with him on the phone, uh, keeping his morale up and trying to figure out what remedies could actually maybe give him his sight back. Um, 
because you can rebuild the cells. And, uh, and, uh, I don't know. Aaron Luce's do. birthday will be tomorrow. Um, it's tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Hmm? Oh, that's right. That's yeah, why I was seeing. I was. I was seeing a bunch of people. I went over to Lloyd Center uh, and to drop off some silver, sunny silver for my daughter. And uh, I saw these guys walking around with bouquets of flowers, and it never dawned on me yeah, <laughs> that was the reason yeah. they were Aaron, delivering them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 14th. Yep. Yeah. Well, I had a great birthday week. I got sent almost $400. Wow. various gifts and then I had my friend from Maui was here and we had two different times when we were able to be together mm-hmm. um, when I picked her up we celebrated her birthday and then the following week I picked her up out of town and brought her back into this area and she actually came up to my house which is kind of amazing um, but then she, it was how old huh? was the West Coast for? Oh she was just here for a week and oh, uh, but we we celebrated our birthdays in the same week, and then her husband's is in the same same week as all of us, because hers is the day before yours. Oh, wow. And, all Aquarians. Cool. Yeah, and her husband, and then my nephew, and then my friend Will, the Cosmic Awareness Channeler. It's his birthday, too, that day before. Very good. Um, and, yeah, and so we had, I had a good week. Um, it was just really good energy. <laughs> it was a really good birthday week. That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's things been with her in Maui and, and all that? It's been been good. Ah, uh, yeah, yes. Her husband runs uh, a bar in Waialea called Longies, and they had sold the building, mm-hmm. and everybody was kind of holding on to see if they were going to all lose their jobs. And uh, you know, but my friend John, he makes over two hundred dollars a night in tips just bartending there at that that oh, place. Sure. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so my friend comes four times a year to see her grandbabies. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, but it turned out they're going to keep it open, and so that was good news for everybody. Very good. Yeah. yeah. No, they love it there, but now that she's, they've got two grandkids, they're kind of thinking about maybe trying to do something different. I don't know. what. It's very expensive to live there. Oh, heck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, I think I told you my brother went out there um, December 3rd and stayed just a week, and he was coming back. They were flying out um, Pearl Harbor Day and uh, December 12th to come back here, and they just went to Honolulu. And I said, well, hell, you should have gone somewhere else. And, you know, Maui was a you know, natural suggestion because you, you just go to – Honolulu, you're not really seeing Hawaii. You're just seeing the, the the traffic and the metropolis and all that, but you're not really getting to see Hawaii. So they said, yeah, next year we're going to do it again and go to another island. I said, yeah, that was kind of a wasted trip. Plus they had a parade and all that stuff, and they missed all that stuff for the you know, the Honolulu, I mean the uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, well, yeah, I was surprised when Fred said that, you know, his whole family went to Costa Rica, and they yeah. never left the hotel. Oh, that is strange. Yeah, because that's kind of a neat place. Yeah. Oh wow. God, there's, there's, I, I loved it. There is botanical gardens, butterfly gardens, uh, volcano, you know, all kind. But you had to travel, to, travel some to do that, way up in the hills, you know. And it's really was really. But we were, 
a group, and so there was things organized outside of our meetings and stuff. So, but you know, I guess they just the kids just wanted to stay there at that luxury hotel. It was beautiful. I saw pictures of it. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It yeah, it was really nice. That was really nice. But really nice. You know, you know that's that's really neat. But uh, yeah, that's a a lot lot to see and seeing them done there for sure. But uh, whatever. I mean. They had yeah, well, it's nice to be at a luxury hotel, too. I would love that. <laughs> I always have loved a good hotel. Exactly right. Yeah, In a while since I stayed in one. But <laughs> well. well, it's like going to be pretty slow tonight. Yeah, I might just buzz out and let you guys talk. Um, and... Uh, just we'll get do it, some uh, stuff done. See what's going on with next week, and uh, yeah, but I'm glad Fred uh, took the advice having uh, um, Melinda and Pillsbury Foster come on another time because it'll still be an interesting call. So yeah, well, she did you see the email she sent to you and I and Fred? No, I did not. I didn't. She copied me in. I didn't see that. No. Oh, oh, well, I'll um. Forward it to me because no, I did not. Yeah, and it said what she was up to, which is good. It's stuff about the uh, the central bank and the private reserve and all that, and some plans uh, they have to. Yeah, forward that to me because uh, unless it's in my junk email, but uh, I'm looking right now. But no, I did not see anything from her. So forward that to me. I appreciate that because. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm doing it right now. Okay. Um, it's called our strategy. Uh huh. And it was kind of hard to read because it's. I wish people would double space when they use such small typing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, really oh, so. Yeah, and they cram it all together without any paragraph or any right. any sentence. I don't know. I'd like something easier to read. Yeah. But here here it comes. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, I look forward to reading that. Okay. Well, I guess uh, we'll say good night to everybody and see everybody next week. Same time, same channel. Sam, I hope the warm weather keeps coming your way. And Steve, I hope you uh, don't get the snow and ice. <laughs> Always wishful thinking. I, I was sharing with Dee Dee, it's been in the 60s here for the past couple of weeks. We got, it's like springtime. It looks like Mississippi. The grounds, the, the yards, and everything is, is turning green. I've never seen anything like this. But, uh, but it's still, it's turning cooler recently. Yeah. Yeah, we've been we've been it's 62 today, and uh, it's going to be the same thing tomorrow. But I, I've never seen anything. I mean, I'm happy about it. I am extremely happy. I hope it continues. But uh, uh, you know, wishing and hoping we still got six weeks to go. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll see what happens. All right. Well, listen, we enjoyed it. Everybody have a good week, and we'll see everybody next Thursday. Thanks, Dee. Okay, thank you, Steve. Bye, you guys. Bye, Steve. Bye, Sam. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.